0: Hey guys, what's up? This Barbecue 4A from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we've got another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host Dan. What's up? <laughs> and we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. pro is dedicated to providing quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Pro-Q Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade... Or even looking to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max Barbecue. Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top-notch, championship-winning rubs, sauces, marinades, and accessories from the United States and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. Regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas, or electric, the real taste of summer can be yours all year round. And on today's show, we have Kelly Brammill. Hello, Kelly. Hi,
1: yeah. You right? I'm fine. How
0: are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks for being on. What
1: happened? Line
0: stuff up. Oh, what have you done, Dan? Forgot what I was? <laughs> One
2: second. Hello. One second. <laughs> right. We are here with Kelly. Can you introduce
0: yourself again?
3: <laughs> yeah. Hi. How are you? We're
0: fine, thanks. We've been. This is long awaited. We have wanted you on the show for a long time now. We're finally getting you on.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I can't believe I'm following. Well, I don't know when you're going to be releasing this, but Christian was on last week. I was he that? Was indeed. Yeah. Think, yeah, I was thinking to myself, God, what do you want to speak
2: to me for? We've been dreaming. We've been dreaming of the good life for a while now, yeah. and uh, we've been trying to get you on, but you've been too elusive for us. And now yeah. we've managed to
0: to tie you down. It's uh, it's time to get chain.
3: Yeah.
0: Awesome. So the barbecue world for you you're quite you're new to the barbecue scene but you're already making a quite a storm in this world do you want to tell us about how you got into barbecue in the first place
1: well uh, just the, well through childhood and obviously adulthood we've always had barbecues um, but you know just those couple of days a year when the sun shines and you burn some sausages and burgers and just the usual stuff dad always used to do the barbecues at home um when I lived back home with my brother and mum and dad. And he always he stood out in all weathers with big golfing umbrella over the open grill. He was actually a very good barbecue but I mean just, just your grilling, the usual sort of stuff. And uh, and we've always had a, a barbecue um since we've been married, Dan and I. Uh but again, just when the sun shines and we sit out and have a barbecue rather than just cooking on a barbecue. And then last year, I got into my head that I wanted to make my own hot smoked salmon. So I referred to my Bible, which is YouTube. I refer to that for absolutely everything.
0: Yeah, it's, good. it's Such a good resource for everything yeah, absolutely. as well. It's not just barbecue. It's everything, everything. in the world. If you yeah. want to know, how to do anything.
2: YouTube. YouTube made me a qualified electrician yeah. yeah. in that five so yeah, minutes.
3: Rewind yeah. my whole house. I was qualified. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. so I went
1: on and... Um, obviously searched for hot smoked salmon you know how to do it and up popped all these uh videos of people using their um kettle barbecues um and various other contraptions to make hot smoked salmon so i said to dan i said look well i actually texted him i said to, uh, my husband dan uh, <laughs> i texted him said dan i'm gonna need to buy a new barbecue because <laughs> the one we had was a little one from a supermarket it was, a tiny little thing, and I thought, no, these guys know what they're doing, and they're using bigger kettle barbecues, and so I have got, texted myself, so I'm going to need to buy a new barbecue, so the response got got back was, yeah, love whatever, uh, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I popped onto the garden centre and picked up um, a Weber 57, 57 kettle, yeah. and, um, and the very first thing that I cooked on it was this hot smoke, salmon. I did two fillets, and that was it, two fillets, and they turned out absolutely fabulous. And I was just like, right, what else can I cook on this barbecue? Because obviously I stumbled across all sorts of other videos, uh, for smoking various different things, um, on a kettle barbecue whilst I was looking for the hot smoke salmon so recipe. And that was it then. So I cooked actually quite a bit of stuff on it before I then stumbled across the British Barbecue Society, uh, Facebook page, um, on, on Facebook. So I, I joined that and, Realised that I had absolutely no idea what I was doing <laughs> <laughs> because I was reading these. I didn't post immediately. I was reading all these th- threads and thinking, "What the? What are they talking about? What's a UDS?" And
0: yeah, so a new what, language, isn't it? <laughs>
1: what? You know, I was like, and I thought, well, I'm not going on. I'm not posting a comment and asking what that means. So I'll Google it. So, <laughs> so I googled UDS, and I thought, oh wow, that's amazing. An ugly drum smoker. That's that's something else but that looks really complicated. And then there was all sorts of other stuff getting talked about and I posted a few photographs, I'd done a roast pork on the on the Weber and um I did some ribs before I really knew what I was doing with ribs. Um and yeah, basically just got immersed in this completely new world of food. I mean I've always cooked but you know, I loved cooking but this was just it hooked me right from the very beginning. And I, I'm not sure why, really. I just love cooking outdoors. And then, obviously, I, I heard or well, saw somebody mention the Country Wood, uh Facebook page and joined um, that as well. And basically, just... It's all experience. The, the experience of the people on these forums and uh, people who've got blogs and websites is just something else. I mean... Mm-hmm. It takes so over your food. news feed
0: though, doesn't it? On my Facebook now, there's nothing apart from food in it.
1: <laughs> you know, what, I've kind of sort of <laughs> lost touch with all my normal friends. Yeah,
0: I don't know any of them. I don't know what's going on with anyone else's life, but I know what <laughs> yeah. you, I know. What you cooked for dinner last night? I, yeah. <laughs> Loads I of
1: barbecue went uh, on. <laughs> yeah, I think I know more about the guys on the Facebook forums now, and I do about the rest of my Facebook feed because yeah. you know you do. You talk about it's not just barbecue you're talking about as well. It's all sorts of other things. You realise people have got kids and you know, what's going on in their lives because of what they're cooking, and it's great.
3: We it's found really so great. many,
0: like, barbecue guys are also like, into IT as well, so <laughs> yeah. like, it's like a thing that goes along with barbecue is probably also yeah. an IT guy. IT's not my <laughs> strong point, I'll be
1: honest. No, uh,
0: now, you just, your website's <laughs> just doing all right, though? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, WordPress kind of does that all for you.
0: Yeah,
3: it's a great. I mean, system, it took me a while <laughs> to
1: figure it out because um, I've never I actually registered the page two years ago yeah. um, just with the title and the aim of it was at the time um, when we lived in the last house I had to I grew my own vegetables we had chickens and the idea was to become as self-sufficient as possible and Dreaming of the Good Life the blog was initially going to be all about that I mean you know how I'm trying to get the family to be as self-sufficient as possible, rearing our own meat uh, just for the family, um, you know, growing our own vegetables, trying trying to fill the fridge and the freezer with stuff that we've grown ourselves rather than, you know, going to the supermarket. Um, I mean, I love the butchers, don't get me wrong, but, you know, going to the supermarket and buying meat that you don't really know where it's come from. Um, Because animal welfare, I mean, I do like to think that I'm, you know, a supporter of as good uh husbandry practices and stuff like that mm, yeah. where I can. But obviously we've got a young family and and you know, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes you do you move into the supermarket and you buy. It's
0: convenient, isn't it?
1: <laughs> well it is, it is and I kinda wanted to get away from that. So that's what the blog started out as being. But when I registered the name I, I sat there and thought, Well who wants to you know, who wants to read about what I'm doing? So at the time I didn't have much Confidence in myself, so I just I put it to one side and completely forgot about it. And then,
2: so did you go down um, that route? Then did you did you start rearing your own sort of? Uh, well, we had chickens, and, and that or?
1: was about as far as we got, Dan. I'll be honest because stuff. Dan and I tend to launch ourselves from one project to another. Yeah, um, I think you moved house and, like
2: three times since you've been on Facebook. You? You
1: <laughs> know, it's, it's, well, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. Uh, we built our first house, then we decided. We were never going to build another house ever again it's so stressful. And I'm now doing it again. So, <laughs> so it's all kind of... yeah. learn your lesson. Right. We know we didn't learn our lesson. It's very exciting. Uh, but at the moment, I'm sitting in a pretty much empty house because all our possessions have just gone to storage uh, the other week. And uh, we're moving onto site where the house is, I wouldn't even well, half built, I'd say. And uh, we're going to be living in our caravan um, so, no, we didn't really get around to raising our own meat, but the new place has got an acre. Um, oh, wow, We've awesome. got an acre with it, um, which currently is has got all our building materials sitting in it. It looks a, a bit of a mess at the moment. But the plan is to, um, I'll get a polytunnel on there and start off with a few goats. A
2: little small smallhold going on.
1: Yeah, just a little bit of it, yeah. With I
2: would, your newfound I would... freedom, you've put down the handcuffs and your mm. newfound freedom, it would be I a... Have.
1: I've dropped the handcuffs I have, that was a big move 14 years in the police um, and just recently yeah I've let, I, I wouldn't say retired I've handed him my notice yeah. yeah
3: very exciting yeah I massively in the police.
1: exciting don't get me wrong
2: say again massively exciting it's great to see that you you just took the took the plunge and are going to go for it and and like you've, your husband's there to support you and, and you, you go, you're helping him with his business and and then that's freed up a lot more time for you to pursue what, what you're sort of dreaming of, the good life.
1: Yeah, I mean, family is my motivation. I mean, I don't really do it for anybody else apart from, you know, me, Dan and the kids. Um, I love to cook. I love to feed people. I'm like you, Dan. I knew Ben, I would have imagined. Yeah. I like <laughs> to feed people. And um, it's nice to see the kids enjoying what they're eating and knowing that you've made it, you know, from scratch. And Dan has just, he supports me in absolutely everything. All my harebrained schemes that I want to do. Um, he's always there saying, yeah, or whatever you want to do, that's fine. Yeah. So he... Um, as it's as, been as on the
0: every cards. good husband should.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, a happy wife is a happy wife, I <laughs> yeah, should say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's, it's been on the cards, me leaving the police has been on the cards for a few years now. It's not just getting into barbecue and the blog and everything. It's nothing, really nothing to do with it. Um, things... My, my whole um, viewpoint of the police changed uh, a few years ago. I'm not getting into the details. but uh, So it has been on the cards, and we've just recently been fortunate enough that Dan said, you know, if you still want to leave... Um, I was actually going back to work after having Lily, my youngest. She will be 18 months, so a couple of months. Um, I love I seeing some the pictures
3: of
2: pictures of her like <laughs> devouring some barbecues. Epic. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was going back to work after having her, and Dan said, "Listen, if you if you still want if you still want to leave, um, just hand in your notice." So he didn't have to ask me twice. Yeah. I okay, done station. it. <laughs> <laughs> I ran down to the station with my resignation letter fairly in hand. Um, yeah, but no, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's given me a lot of more time with the family and being able to help Dan with the business. It's really it feels like a proper family venture now. It's great.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. It's a good life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that You had both the girls with you uh, rock pooling the other day.
1: Oh, it was great. Lily strapped to my back, bless her. Um, but yeah, it's, the, everything I saw though, I thought I bet I could smoke that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what smoke winkles are like. Because <laughs> honestly, there was so there was so much stuff, and I was like, we couldn't. All, all the massive crabs were all hiding under the rocks, or, or under like these well in places that we couldn't get to. Daisy's trying to dig them out with the end of a fishing net. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, there wasn't an awful lot to to eat. But it was a it was a great day. It was really nice weather.
2: Awesome. Really nice. Even like just down to the seaweeds and stuff. There's some awesome stuff you can yeah. forage forage from like the rock pools and stuff like that. Like,
1: I really need to to do a bit of research on the uh, on what you can get from the seashore actually because Arbroath, where we were yesterday, um, has got just a great. It's a great place. Great muscles. Yeah.
2: It's like Samphire around here. Yeah, Samphire yeah. in the supermarkets. Like, you, like they, it's been on a few cooking programs and they start charging that's me like 15 quid for it, mm. but yeah. I go down to my local beach and it's growing right up the rock face, like millions of the stuff, so, so mm. I'm like, yeah, I'll well, have a bit of that. Yeah, <laughs> i never Samphire like enough, right? but yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like muscles the other day, I mean, mm. just stuff like that's free and readily available to like everyone, just... Walked down to the beach, ripped them straight off the rocks, filled up a few carrier bags, mm. back to the caravan, cleaned them up a bit, and just straight on. And like
1: I love free. Mm. <laughs> You've got to love free.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. The best price. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love a good porridge. It's great. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I've been trying to find Wild Garlic, actually, and um, I'm struggling around here at the moment. I used to know some really good places, but uh, I've not really had the chance just with everything that's been going
3: on. Mm.
2: Yeah, no, Wild Garlic's another one for me as well. Like, I'm lucky enough, like, a friend of mine in her back garden doesn't use it but in her back garden's just got like yeah, wild garlic growing it, for fun yeah. so oh, she's like oh. come round anytime so I'm like climbing over a fence and just yeah. getting bags full of wild garlic for, like a wild garlic pesto or something like that you just can't beat it we're a bit far away from you though
0: down here in yeah <laughs> I'll send you up some but I don't know how, how it would go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had um, I used to make
1: the last house we used to make slow gin and um, we had a it, it was a well. I I thought of it as a closely guarded secret. Um, the sloes were growing off, literally, right across from the house. And uh, I used to go with my with my eldest um with buckets and fill it up with sloe berries and, and then make sloe gin it for Christmas. It was
3: it was fab. Yeah,
2: I
0: love sloe gin.
2: Yeah. I was so annoyed. My my partner Sarah, she ruined a whole bottle of gin trying to make sloe gin. She didn't. She didn't clean the berries or like disinfect the berries or something right so like the slow gin like ended up like molding like molding so. it and stuff yeah. like oh that. oh no yeah so a whole bottle of gin down the drain oh <laughs> just no. to say i was drinking anyway <laughs> yeah it's sift oh, out sift out the mold and just drank it anyway but <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty black weird Corrent hangover Bob, yeah <laughs> black currant is another one that i made i green black currants loads the black currants in the last garden that was great as well that's it's so easy drinking though it's dangerous really dangerous
3: yeah. Nice. But a tip, for, <laughs> tip
1: for slow gin: I've, uh, I got off somebody was that um, it's best if you freeze your berries first. Okay. Um, and they tend to um, make a better gin. Seemingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Cool. Well, anything is better than what I got. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mold it? Yeah,
2: she's going to kill me when she hears this. Yeah. But
3: <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> she's not going to listen. I'll blame it on Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's <in that. laughs> How does Ben know about your sludging incident? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
2: So what are you cooking on at home then?
1: I have got uh, the 57 kettle that I started off with. That's just the premium one. Um, I should have really gone and spent a little bit more money and got the master touch, but like I said, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. Um, I still great, have great my... Great
2: place to start those.
0: still. Yeah, same. It, I started better, exact same thing.
1: Yeah, I still have my little supermarket kettle, which has ended up being a bit of a donor. Um, so does Ben
2: Ben uses it To like To the charcoal style And mean he Puts his <laughs> yeah. chimney Puts his chimney Star
1: on it you, <laughs> Yeah it's great When you've got Loads of people There and you can Use it as a fire pit And all sorts of stuff But yeah I've got that um, I've got the Kettle The big kettle I've got um, A Weber Go Anywhere Which is great I uh, Dan uh, Built me A cold smoker um, Out of a drum So I've got A, des- a dedicated Cold smoking BDS if you like Awesome Um and I have a Bristol drum smoker, which Danny built for me, which is fab. A lot of uh, dance going Hawk. on here. <laughs> there is a lot of dance. Drawn yeah. to the dance. <laughs> yeah, Danny Hawk, which I should mention, um, a Bristol drum smoker. He, uh, I got one of his drums um, very early on when he started selling. Um, and I have recently got myself a Theros tabletop grill. That's fabulous.
0: Yeah, what do you think of that? I was cooking, I was at Burnham-on-Sea Food Festival at the weekend and we were doing a lot of cooking on that at the time. I really liked it and everyone was love coming it. over and saying, like, where's that? Where do I get one of these from? Were you I cooking on a cater, uh,
1: Ben, or did you have the tabletop?
0: No, just the tabletop one.
1: The tabletop's
0: yeah,
3: brilliant. Yeah.
1: I love it. And, it, you know, it looks so nice as well. And it's the only barbecue that I own that I have any sort of uh, compulsion to clean <laughs> because It cleans up really nice.
0: Yeah, they're saying that like you yeah. can just put it in the dishwasher. In the sink. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Well, I've, I've not if, got a dishwasher at the moment. I
0: don't either, but that's what I've been told. But
1: yeah, but I, mean, it <laughs> sits, I do. Sits in the kitchen sink. Not that I've washed
3: it very often after the first
2: couple of times. It's I have a dishwasher. Called
3: Sam. <laughs> oh, you're going to get them now. <laughs> you're losing it now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't mean that at
3: all. I, <laughs> ap- I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> yourself out now this is not good. Yeah, then Come have, you, have
0: yeah. you got all the what attachments have you got for your Theros because I was using the kebab one on top of it
1: I've got the kebab attachment uh, which I use on top which is brilliant but it's great for just doing a couple of dirty steaks in as well without anything yeah. just take the cooking grate off and the kebab attachment but the kebab attachment is great for us. I mean, we do quite a lot of midweek grilling and, and that is uh, I've just recently done a couple of recipes for some kebabs
2: yeah we've got um, a bit of a something going around the Kelly kebab
1: yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: it's becoming a bit Kelly of a thing bab. I was drunk the other night walked into the kebab shop and said can I have a Kelly kebab <laughs> 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 I don't know crazy but yeah. I don't know
1: oh people have really taken that uh, recipe uh, to heart really it's got such a great response and I'm really really grateful for everybody who's, tr- who's tried it, um, it really everybody's tried it <laughs> well it really makes me smile even if somebody tries a recipe so I started the blog again. I was I was encouraged to start a blog, um, as a as a food blog really, um, by Marcus Borden. He um he didn't say go away and do a blog, it was <laughs> it sort of gave me the confidence to, you know, put down some recipes on you know, not on paper but um you know digital actually, paper. <laughs> well yeah, it starts off on paper always, yeah. but um yeah, so he gave me the confidence to sort of no, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And if nobody needs it, that's fine. At least, you know, the girls, my daughters will have a record of, you know, what their mum liked to do, you know, if anything ever happens. Yeah. And, and I've got a great big lever arch file in the kitchen. We call it The File. And it's got all our favourite family recipes and not necessarily just barbecue. In fact, there's no barbecue in there at the moment. Um,
0: so but, you can add some?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'd planned on, like maybe you know typing it up onto word and you mm. know doing it nicely and then the blog source um is a nice way of doing it because you can you know you've got photos on there and i hope the girls like cooking as much as i do when they get older um and they can look back at it hopefully if it's still well, <laughs> um and see what mum likes to cook
0: well once it's on the internet it's there forever
3: well, yeah.
2: yeah, I hope so. See, Marcus is just such a catalyst of good things, and yeah. just a great supporter of of the UK sort of food scene and barbecue scene, and absolutely, just a yeah. cracking guy. I mean, we were with him the other weekend again, cooking Been with,
3: with, him with
0: him, and those just, weekends recently, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
2: just just such a great guy and and such a just a positive person, and just uh, just really behind a lot of people, which is great to see.
1: So encouraging so encouraging sometimes you need someone to pick you up by the arms and the legs and actually just chuck you in the deep end and say you know what you can do this yeah. um, because it's quite easy for me to sit back and think you know what nah I'm not that's I'm not I'm no good at that and nobody's going to want to read this blog and um, he's been so supportive um, and inspirational as well I mean there's so much inspiration uh, I've gained from both the, the British Barbecue Society page and Country World smoke I mean, there's so much experience, so much passion for food on there, um, and people wanting to share the knowledge that they have with other people, rather than saying, that nah, that's, you know, that's my way of doing it, not going really to turn to about it. but it's fab, he's been great, and we went for dinner a while back, actually, to Kew in Aberdeen, and I went with, I took down my husband, and Simon Richardson uh, came along as well from, he's one of our forum members, yeah, he yeah, did we stay, know Simon. Yeah, yeah, he he stays not far away from me at all, which is great, because we're quite close. Um, cool. And we all went for dinner up there and literally didn't stop talking about barbecue for a good couple of hours. It's great.
2: Yeah, it's weird that two people barbecue in Scotland. I thought it was way too cold up there to do that. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: good that you have another friend.
1: Yeah, we do. I do have another friend, yeah. It's not that many of us up here. <laughs> So. But yeah, no, it's nice. It was great. It was great, and then um, encouraging. And uh, yeah, I thought, no, you know what? I'll I'll do this blog. It's going to be fine. And,
3: and it's more yeah, than nobody. fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that's fantastic.
1: Nobody reads it. If nobody reads it. That's fine. But it's it's doing really well. I'm really really happy and grateful to everybody who even just takes a second to pop over there and have a look. And if it's not for them, that's fine. And if it is, it, it will, will very be. Well, <laughs> <you>? <laughs> No, it's been bad far- It's been just a whirlwind the last twelve months, it's, and it's li- ne- nearly pretty much twelve months of the day that I bought that clever barbecue and lots and lots.
2: And oh, lots happy of birthday! Days have ha- happy yeah. anniversary!
3: <laughs> happy
1: barbecue anniversary! Yeah. <laughs> what
2: a good day! <laughs> yeah. And now you're and now you're involved with Marcus and the team with the barbecue mag.
1: Yeah, how cool's that?
3: So awesome. awesome!
1: I uh, <laughs> I was really nervous, so. Really, really nervous, um, coming up with a recipe I mean, I'm great at following recipes. You know, I like to tweak them. I, I don't usually ever follow a recipe to the to the letter. Um, but since getting uh, starting up the blog and developing recipes and stuff like that, it's really it's really exciting. I'll be sat there watching TV and turn around and think, oh, I'll say, done. Ginger need to marinade chicken and ginger. You use it as a glaze, and he's like, you know, bouncing ideas off him, because he loves cooking as well. Um, so, it, yeah, so many things have come about from a glass of wine and chatting to, chatting yeah. to my
0: husband. I get inspiration all the time, like whenever you're out anywhere at a restaurant yeah. or something, you just see yeah, like he an just rings, element rings something. me
2: up, and, just and I give yeah. him inspiration all the time. <laughs> that <what it> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> he's so inspirational, Dan. Uh. Well, it's been said a few times yet. You said it.
0: You've said it yourself a few times, but no one else has really said it yet. Oh,
2: I'm, I'm trying to wait till someone else, I'm trying to get other people to say it. If I keep saying it enough... Me- I think Kay might have just said it then. Oh, Actually, we'll we'll cut a- that bit out and we'll better use that.
0: <laughs> I've got that on record. Yeah. I do. I, I can give up yeah, now. Someone yeah. said it. But yeah, we get inspiration all the time from like everything. It doesn't have to be barbecue, does it? You just go out to a restaurant or you see yeah, something even- somewhere in... Any, People
3: and, um, like
1: walking into the fishmongers and seeing what's good, you yeah. know, seeing what's nice on the day. And you think, it's like I was at the farmer's market just the last time it was on in Forfa and uh, Forfa's where I stay and they had these humongous tuna steaks and they looked fantastic and they were really fresh. And I thought, like, they're going on the sauce when I get home. And we did them with chimichurri uh, sauce and uh, some asparagus. And it was fabulous. And not necessarily a, ref- a recipe as such, but just...
3: Mm. Just need to cook what's good, don't you? Yeah, it looked yeah.
2: awesome that post, actually. I, I haven't cooked tuna steaks for a, a while and it really got me going. I was like, yeah, definitely got to do that.
1: I was impatient. I needed to heat the grill up a bit more than I had, but um, no, it was it was fabulous. It was really nice. And you could just taste how fresh it was. I love using my fishmonger. I'd much rather do that than buy from the supermarket you don't know how long it's been to that level
2: no yeah, only six weeks it's all right.
1: yeah <laughs> it's alright it's my spice it's been on the shelf for a week it's still right
2: we've been spraying <laughs> it with water for the last two hours That's it's alright right. <laughs> it's got ice cubes of it isn't it yeah. <laughs> I've painted it I've painted it with some smoke <laughs> so it's alright yeah dyed it yeah, orange it looks good
1: think <laughs> I've, I've digressed a little bit I are mean, we talking about recipe development but yeah the barbecue mag thing was was uh, an eye opening for me because of you know, developing recipes is very different to following a recipe me anyway, um, so I was a bit nervous about how it go down. But um, the the beef cheek recipe that I, well, one of the recipes that I posted, put in the magazine was actually inspired by a conversation with uh, Paul Walker one very rainy day at the back end of last year, and it was um, it was a theoretical uh, ready steady cook, uh, he'd come on and sort of. Written down these are these are the ingredients that you've got, and he challenged me and Steve Hayes to come up with um, a recipe with these ingredients. And it was something like chocolate beef cheeks. Um, there was other bits and pieces there that he'd, that he'd written down, and he challenged us to come up with a recipe.
2: Nice, I like and it.
1: Um, yeah, well, I had to come up with these beef cheek tacos, and um, and it was <laughs> it was really it was good fun. There was nothing going on. I mean, I think the weather all over the country was just really really rubbish yeah, it's particularly
2: and then, bad in scotland then i guess
1: oh you know what it's just yeah when it's bad <laughs> elsewhere it's really bad up <laughs> um no i'll take that back actually because we do we, we actually do get some really great weather if you're happy with wrapping up warm then you know the weather's fine it's great because i mean the produce we've got up here as a result of our climate um is some of the best in the country i mean The berries that we get up here uh, are, I mean, I think they're sought after in London, you know, the strawberries and raspberries and stuff, a lot of it gets sent through to London because it's the best in the country. Well, I'm sure Scotland will argue it's the best. Mm -hmm. Angus in particular, where I stay, um, that's a major, major um, part of our uh, farming project. Have you ever tried
2: Ayrshire potatoes? I haven't. They are the best potatoes in the world. They're so good, yeah, in yeah. fact, that the air don't actually—they don't export them. There's not but enough. They just keep them for themselves.
1: You know, what, that's a very really good idea. I They're think fantastic. I have to try and source some of those. I've digressed again, but yeah, Paul Walker <laughs> is a big inspiration. <laughs> don't think I'm helping. The of,
0: um, <laughs> we digress I've, all I the again. time. That's what we do. I do.
1: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I could uh, yeah go off our tangent all over the place, but <laughs> yeah. So since that that theoretical game of really I couldn't stop thinking about these tacos. I thought I'm gonna have to I'm really gonna have to make them. So I literally from scratch came up with a a recipe for those and wow, they were really good.
3: Really so
1: really mm.
0: <laughs> So what goes into that then? Do you wanna give us a low down on the recipe?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I'm
0: gonna say Test I'm written down
1: somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I was written down. Um I smoked the beef cheeks to start with, um with uh, like a coffee rub which is um, salt, pepper, and fresh ground coffee. Um, so they get smoked. <clears throat> I do them on the drum. Um, uh, they get smoked for about three hours. And then I put them in a uh, a braising liquid, which is uh, beef stock with sliced onions, um, a chopped up carrot, and then there's basically a, a spice paste, which is uh has got uh, cocoa powder and Various little bits and pieces in there. Uh, so it, it's kind of it's a version of a mole sauce, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so they braise away, covered with foil, in that for another oh, three to four hours until these cheeks are literally falling apart. Um, not so you can slice them past that. You just keep going until they literally fall apart, and they're just so gorgeous, it's just the most incredible piece of meat that I've discovered since obviously speaking to Paul about them um, and then you just reduce the sauce down, blitz the vegetables into the sauce and it gives you this really rich dark um, thick sauce to put on the tacos and then just stick guacamole and whatever, whatever else you like on the tacos and oh, it's just fabulous.
2: Awesome, sounds great. So hungry. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they're really, really, really good. The beef cheeks, as a, on their own, are amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've um, never had that. Have you had a beef cheek
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, they're they're great. They really are great. But I mean, forget about timings and internal temps. Just you've got to just let them go until they're ready. Because I think it was two hundred and ten Fahrenheit internal temperatures. The one the ones that I had on the last time, until they're ready. You just keep probing them until they...
3: They
2: are, are absolutely really lush, ready. and they just melt all... Like, ah, oh, just... You cut them open, and it's just like...
1: Okay. It's just uh, oh. Because it... I think because it's one of the most... The hardest working muscle in the... In the... The animal, the... All the connected tissues, um, i just... They just go like... I don't know how to describe it. It's just so... Such a different... Texture to a piece of meat uh, that I've ever had. before, it was great. A little bit like your uh, oxtail, you know. It feels like gelatinous, um, but it just seems beefier. Have I lost it sorry. We <laughs> oh,
0: have to cut that bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't your fault. That was Dan's fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: uh, <laughs> Ben's actually just crying. Cry of <laughs> laughter. Uh, right, so who influences most of your cooks? Is it literally like a family thing where you're literally mum and you are planning out the family cooks of the week, or yeah, you go I to the butchers and it's like ah oh, this, 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 and this?
1: Because I don't get to stand by the barbecue and just you know laugh to my own devices. I've got like the I've got the baby to sort out, and I've got daisy school runs, and um, and she's got after-school activities and. Because I'm like the, the barbecue and the mum, I kind of have to just go with whatever time I've got, which is, and I've learned over the last 12 months not to get strung out and hung up on times and temperatures and just relax and enjoy it and cook. It. Because, I mean, I could just say, you know what, I'm just going to do it on a Saturday afternoon, but I do like, I, I like cooking outdoors so much that I will grill throughout the week and I'll probably just do quick, Quick, very quick grills midweek, like right? maybe a steak for Dan and I, or you know, just do some um, chicken skewers for the kids. And, and at the weekends, if I do have time, if Dan's not working because he does work an awful lot, um, and and I've got him in the house as well to kind of keep an eye on the kids, I'll do a, a do something a little bit more involved. Um, but it's just whatever takes my fancy really i'm just really the same
0: to be honest it's just like in, yeah. the week, in the week you just whatever you would normally be cooking in the week yeah. you just cook those things on yeah. the barbecue and it's fine yeah. but you can oven. plan your longer ones for the weekend when yeah. you've got the time to do it
1: exactly yeah i mean i've not cooked a roast in the oven no. for the last 12 months
3: no i haven't um, either
1: <laughs> uh, and i don't think i will ever again unless i'm forced
0: to well, I say that um, to people. if People haven't had roast potatoes off the barbecue before, wow. it's like, you never want to go back to a normal roast yeah, potato. You
1: know, it's no, it's, I mean, it, I think it was, it was uh, Richard Holden said something that rang very true with me. Just you know, it's, there's a difference between having a barbecue where you're all sitting outside and you know, uh, as uh, like a gathering, and to cooking on a barbecue. Which I just use my barbecues the various different barbecues, as an extension of my kitchen, and I don't really think about them as, oh, I'm barbecuing tonight.
2: You yeah, I loved it when he just, said that as well. That yeah. really rang yeah, true
1: to me Yeah, it rang as well. so true to me, mm. and I thought, yeah. And you know what, I've used that line with so many people now who look at me like I'm stupid when I say, you know I, I barbecue a lot, and I barbecue through the winter, and they're like, what? And it's... One of the girls at work, um, before I left, actually, we were chatting about it. She'd come into the office on one of my last nights, actually, and we were chatting about barbecue, and I just said, you know, there is a difference um, between having a barbecue and cooking on a barbecue, and, and I just think of it as another oven, uh, and I've got quite a few of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, you grill, it's just... And it's nice, you like, you like the coals. You know, I go back inside, I sort out the kids plat lunches for tomorrow or, you know, make done sandwiches for work the next day and then go outside, stick something at the barbecue and it's just, you don't have to stand over it either.
0: No, I With think my was. Christmas day this year was probably our least stressful Christmas day ever and snap. that was because the meat was just outside and we had yeah. all that space in the kitchen to carry on doing other stuff.
1: I did stuff. the turkey on the road to see, yeah, 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 snap, and you're not trying to juggle space in the oven no. or... Yeah, you know, it turned out a really great Christmas
2: day, actually. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I had all mm. three meats going out on the pro-Q, one of my pro-Qs, and then in the <laughs> in the pan I had the bloody roasted potatoes, potatoes go in and yeah. all the juices dripping down. It was just the most epic Christmas yeah, it, dinner yeah, ever. it was great.
1: It was great. It was the first one, the first Christmas I've done in the barbecue and every single Christmas from now on is going to be done Yeah, same December, way.
2: December mm. was a good time for me, actually, because it's my birthday – Then my brother's birthday, then Christmas, 20th, 22nd, 25th. So I wanted a barbecue, so I barbecued for myself for my birthday. My brother wanted a barbecue, so I barbecued for him on his (laughs) birthday. And then we barbecued Christmas dinner, and it was like three epic feasts of barbecue in a row. I was like, yes. And New Year. (laughs) And New Year, where you have to barbecue again, obviously.
1: (laughs) I used Jackie White's um, brine, epic brine.
3: Yeah, yeah. um, everyone got involved with that, didn't they?
1: (laughs) Oh, it was incredible. It was the most... I am a strong believer in brine. I know there are people out there who say it, it brings nothing to the meat, but if you tasted the flavour of that, that meat, or on any brine, any flavored brine, really, I think um, you, you just you know. I mean, I think you've got a taste test haven't you Dan, where you
3: yeah
1: yeah put, yeah in front of your, fat, it your was family. There they,
2: was uh there was four different lots, and there was four lots of like trays and. They all had the same rubs across them all, yep. but three trays have been brined in yep. different brines, and one tray hadn't been brined at all. And mm. the brines won every single blind flavor test for everything over the unbrines. The unbrines didn't win anything.
1: So, so it, it, does it's impart, like, I, I, it does impart a lot of flavor. I mean, I, I use a, my go to one really um, because I have all the ingredients there on hand is a, a herby, lemony brine that I do for chicken now. It's Got whatever fresh herbs I've got outside my kitchen door, um, whole lemons, and obviously your, your salt, sugar, water mix, and I, I use that all the time, and yeah. it's, it's great. It really does make a difference.
2: So, you know, it can be so simple, like people. I mean, a basic <coughs> brine of just literally salt and water. I mean,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean and that that in itself is is great. Yeah, I do like to I do like to add a bit of flavour in there as well.
2: Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, that is. I mean one of the great things about a brine but then like yeah. for something like for instance sweet corn I, I yeah. hit sweet corn up with just a, a salt water brine and then it's like a it's an Iranian street food and they, they you grill it dr- directly over charcoal and, and it just absolutely is incredible
1: I heard you talking about that with someone else on one of these podcasts and um, I thought to myself yeah I've got to do that I still have yet to do that but I am off. it sounds amazing
2: yeah it's just sim- it's so simple but it just it just makes the sweet corn like unreal
1: yeah, a uh, sweet corn's great anyway, isn't
2: it? Yeah, uh, can't can't beat it on the barbecue. I'm going to have Absolutely to do that fantastic. this weekend.
1: Actually, I'm going
3: to have to do <laughs>
2: some this weekend. So, uh, so are you a around. make your own rub girl, or are you a commercial rub girl? I
1: started off. I started off. Um, I, I I will make up a, a general purpose um, rub for chicken, which has got no heat in, and it's quite a herby rub. I'll do that, and I'll generally keep um, a jar of that in the cupboard but that's just for shoving on basically chicken uh, chicken lollipops, um, which we really love. I've got a recipe for that on the blog, and the rub for that is one that I do make myself. However, there's that many fabulous um, rubs that are produced by well, people that we, we all know um, now that I just think, that for me, it's convenient, and also it's a far superior product that I can actually make at home so I think
2: well why why not again sometimes you just like to make up a rub you need to go and buy a jar of this jar of that jar of this jar of that tub yeah. of this tub of that and like you said convenience and just the fact that actually to make up it's a, a rub problem. recipe can co- can cost you like 25 quid by the end of the time you well, bought all yeah. your spices <clears throat> Luckily enough, that, most of us have a have a good pantry full of stuff. That, but I mean,
1: that, my spice collection is ridiculous. I mean, I really yeah. do need to sort of trim that down a little bit, but <laughs> especially now that we're moving into a caravan. I don't know how I'm going to put it all. Um, but a
2: caravan, <laughs> a spare one just for the spices. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just, just going to be full of barbecue rub, barbecue chips. <laughs> Kids are going to have to... I'm going to have to get rid of most of the kids' clothes. because so you're going to have to get rid of the kids?
3: They'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, have to go you know somewhere.
1: If I, if, I could make, if I could palm them off on somebody <laughs> just to like, have them sleep at their house for a while, then that would be great. But no, I'll take that back. <laughs> I don't mean that at all. Uh, no, but... Um, yeah, I mean, d- d- people who produce these rubs like Steve Hayes and... Um,
2: Smoking Penguin,
1: people like that. but Yeah, uh, Charlie and everybody, everybody involved in that side of the, the business they spend a lot of time and a lot of money developing the flavour profiles and these things um, that, you know, they're then obviously selling to us to, to make fabulous food with. I mean, I just couldn't... I've got all of Steve's rubs. Um, and Have you got the new ones? like the I haven't got his sauces, and I haven't got the Taste the Glitter ones yet. Say yet, because obviously that'll come... Um, I, I like collecting.
2: I didn't even know he did sort of sauces until the post the other day.
1: Yeah, I've not tried the sauces yet, but they're, they're on my list as well. My ever-increasing list. They of look
2: cool. They sounded epic.
1: Well, the rubs that I've got is already are, are just amazing. I mean, yeah. Daisy, my eldest, she's seven. She's practically addicted to dirty gold. She <laughs> has that on her chips. She loves it on everything. because Because awesome. there's, there's very little heat behind it, and it's nice yeah. and sweet, but it's full of flavor. And um, she's a bit of a hot sauce addict, though, as well, which is another thing. She has hot sauce on everything. But for <laughs> the baby as well, I that dirty gold. We use a lot of that. But um, no, he's got some fantastic pro- uh, products. Um, but then there's the Quiet Waters um yeah, John as well. Gow. Yeah, I've got a beef one, a uh, grass-fed beef rub that I still need to use. I don't tend to cook a lot of beef. I'll be honest. Um, when I do. Uh, it tends to be as a weekend and we're having a roast I like to, if we can, I like to have a roast every Sunday Um, and have us all sit down and meet together because obviously Dan works a lot and sometimes we not get in until late so sometimes we do have a bit of a staggered meal time, the kids will eat and then we'll eat together later on but no, that's uh, John's got some nice ones as well uh, some nice rubs Um, and yeah the Angus and Oik sauces they're
2: amazing. Um, yeah, I would like, I won a competition Scott the other Fraser. day. Did you do? Yeah, I won a
3: First competition. First thing you've ever won. I,
2: I saw
1: that that was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, so you got the the new range of sausages.
2: I didn't even know. Uh, Scott messaged me. <laughs> Scott Fraser messaged me on in my inbox saying, oh, can you send me your address? And, uh, and I was like, what for? And he was like, you won the competition. And I was like, oh, wicked, <laughs> awesome. So I sent sure. him across. And then I looked on my... I like you get like notifications, and I, I had yeah. a notification. I just didn't look at it, didn't open it, and I opened it up, and it was yeah. I'd I'd won or with a few others, won won some sausages, so I can't wait to try them
1: out. They're going to be awesome. Yeah, I've been speaking to Scott a lot. There's a lot of conversations that go on behind the scenes of these forums with people, and people will message me asking me questions, and um, you know, tell me that they've tried a recipe, or and I've been chatting to Scott recently about the Angus Noink stuff. Um, all their products from the new sausage range, um, so yeah, there's a lot of chat goes on behind the scenes yeah. with people, and it's it's great because you get to know people, and I can't wait for growth stock. I actually get to <laughs> speak to people in person.
2: Yeah, it's going to be epic. Going to be a good one. I'm yeah. there Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday, so yeah, a, so we're, we're flying time. we're
1: flying down on the Friday, um, and flying back on the Sunday night. So that'll be
3: great. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Just I've seen on your website you've got a potato dog recipe. Oh <laughs> my,
3: they I, are. The other day
0: when we went we went up to see Marcus, and we went to his house, and yeah. I, I've got a bit of a it's like a guilty pleasure I guess that we uh, we used to when I used to work at a previous job with my friend Jake, who's also into barbecue. You don't want to hear about your street we, used to, <laughs> we used to be able to get these potato dogs from from just like a little sh- corner shop. And they made them yeah. themselves in there, and they were like really awesome. I'd never heard of it or seen it anywhere before. And then well, we were on the way to Mark's house, and uh, in the petrol station, they had <laughs> potato dogs there, and it definitely wasn't a great one, but I was just like, no. yes, potato dog. And I went into Mark's house, and I was, he was like, do you want a bacon sandwich? or I was like, no, I've just had a potato dog. And he was like, what's a potato <laughs> dog? And now I've just seen the recipe on your website. <laughs> they are so
1: good. I mean, yeah. ridiculously good.
0: Yeah, but I'm definitely going to be like, doing
2: some potato dogs now. What is it like, a, Like a US thing. sort of corn dog sort of thing?
1: Yeah. Or, I've never had a corn dog, but they, I, I'd imagine... I yeah, think the corn dogs concept, are batter, it. it's corn batter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
3: And yeah, yeah.
1: um, they deep fried. Well, these are deep fried as well, but this is more like a hash brown covering the dog. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: so you wrap it in the the potato mixture um, and then deep fry it. You could batter it as well. That would make it wow. super
3: Scottish. <laughs> Yeah, Bastard, I was going to say, yeah, they, they deep yeah, everything, yeah. batter everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what a pizza, that's deep-fried. Yeah, my
0: cousin had a deep-fried pizza. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I've never indulged in that, um, but yeah, but no, the potato. That's right, when I Do heard things.
2: you're doing recipes, I was expecting everything to just be battered and deep-fried. Deep-fried but and
1: battered.
2: <laughs> I cook these well, tuna steaks in on the grill, here. then battered them yeah. and then deep-fried them. <laughs> we,
1: uh, we've only lived up the last 15 years, so I've not quite got onto the deep fried mars bars and stuff like that yeah
0: <laughs> so I've not i was, really got... when i was at burnham on saturday i was cooking with simon dyer and he did his southern fried chicken on the barbecue and he uses that like, a vortex to get it up to really high temperature i reckon you could probably cook these potato dogs using the same method you're
1: probably right i've actually got a blacksmith who's had the, the measurements for my vortex sitting with him for months i need to chase that up actually
0: yeah get on it because it was so yeah. good it got so hot and yeah this, taste. this chicken was just amazing it's like definitely better than any fried chicken i'd ever had yeah. before
1: yeah we do i do a fried chicken it's not made it's the website yet I'll, i need to write the recipe down and then um, that's really good as well it's mm. far better than going to um a fast food
2: outlet yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry we can say a kentucky fried chicken <laughs>
1: oh that's fine isn't it yeah. there are other <laughs> chickens there are other fried chickens I available mean, but, but Simon's
2: yeah. is better. <laughs> yeah, but Simon's is better.
3: <laughs> and so is Kelly's. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh I just
1: love cooking. Yeah. I love cooking. I love eating more actually. I'm a bit
0: of a glutton. Yeah, well I think that's what it's all about, isn't it? Like if you can't really love cooking if you don't love eating, I think if it you comes part eating, and part, yeah. doesn't it? You're like you want to cook lush food because ultimately you want to eat lush food. <laughs> well, I can't cook quick yeah. enough. I yeah. just enjoy eating. <laughs>
3: yeah, me too. We need
0: like, a you. snack to keep us going while we're waiting for the <laughs> thing we're actually <laughs> cooking.
1: <laughs> well, I forgot you were ringing today. And uh, I was actually in the middle of uh, preparing all my chicken lollipops for tonight. Cause we've got a family coming over. They've come up from England for a couple of days. So I've got a barbecue tonight. Wow, the weather's fabulous. So I was in the middle of doing that. And I remember my daughter had an optician's appointment this week, and I flicked over the page of the diary and I thought, oh no, they're ringing today! <laughs> so it actually meant that I didn't get nervous. So I didn't have time to get nervous. Yeah. Because you literally um, <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> we,
3: We've
0: we been known to just ring people randomly on the wrong date randomly anyway. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was
1: James, wasn't it? Yeah, smoke it was, that, yeah. must mention James as well. I get all my wood um, from James. Um, I get all my smoking wood from him. Um,
0: great product yeah it's so great it's stuff isn't it I'm using yeah. it all the time I keep, I keep cooking with grapevine at the moment trying that out because I'd never used yeah, it I before yeah I've not tried so. that yet yeah, is it's it really, good yeah it's like really it? good stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. actually a yeah. friend of mine just messaged me yesterday saying that they last year cut down a little grapevine in their garden and did I want it so I've got to go and pick that up later <laughs> oh yeah
1: grab it
3: so,
0: yeah. I don't know what I'll, I'll, take I'll
1: do it it. you'll have to season it will you like
0: yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. any other he said it's put it down last year and it's been drying out for a year but I don't know. How oh, long wow. it needs to dry out for? I'm not an expert at
2: that. Yeah, about a year, probably. Right, about yeah. a year. Yeah. Well, I well, get on it. Probably about them. Again. <laughs> yeah, about six months to. I like yeah. oh, oak. Six to twelve months. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you'll be fine about that as yeah. long as it's been sort of aired out. You yeah. want it to be outside, covered away it's been from in the rain. Greenhouse, I think. As long as it's got a good airflow, mm. you should be all right. Yeah. That's, that's all yeah, you really I'm want for your point. wood. You want a good airflow and 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 just uh, basically an overhang to keep it from being rained on. And you will have some great wood.
3: Yeah
0: lucky thing Mm. yeah i'm gonna go and get that might bring you some in tomorrow where oh thank god i was gonna about
2: to ask you for the address so i could try and steal it but that's all right you're gonna bring me in some
0: (laughs) what's what's next on your shopping list then for barbecues
1: oh um there's so many things i uh i'm having to sort of stop for some time being, just until we get onto site with this caravan and see how much space I've got. <laughs> because just, I don't know where I want to keep everything.
0: Just have to get a shed. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know, yeah. Um Which you can turn I, I, into I a don't... smoker. A <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, Smokehouse. Yeah. <laughs> well I've got my I've got my UDS and I've got my my uh kettle. I mean I don't now I've got the grills that I've got, I don't actually Feel that like I need any other uh, barbecue. However, it doesn't mean I won't get any more barbecues. You know what I mean? I don't have a bullet smoker. Um, oh,
0: definitely but, need one of those.
1: Yeah, well, I mm. went straight for I went straight for a uh, UDF instead, which, mm. um, which I absolutely love, and it's so easy to use. And yeah. I kind of know it back to front now. Um, but I don't feel I feel like you know that I have to then learn how to on a bullet smoker. Um, well, Tionians
2: say they listen, to, or they sponsor the show from ProQ, and they say they listen, so this will be a test here. Uh, <laughs> give Kelly a message, as she would like to find out more about bullet smokers, <laughs> and the and the wizardry involved with <laughs> the using them.
1: The wizardry involved, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would, love a, I would love a bullet smoker at some point, um, because, like you said, I like, the, I, lo- I like the ProQs, actually, for the for the way that you can... It's dead versatile, isn't it? You can take the stacks off.
3: Yeah, and that's cook why we on
0: love it so much. Yeah. You can just do so much of it. It can be everything you want it to be, doesn't
1: it? I liked watching uh, you, Dan, and the guys cooking on them on um, the, the British uh, barbecue.
3: Off. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But it's, that was great, watching you yeah. <laughs> cook on them.
3: That's I, mean,
1: awesome. I, I, I love Weber, but I mean, I'm not sort of. I'm not, uh, I'm not somebody who will only buy Weber. Um, because I think what, what barbecue for me is cooking on, you know, cooking the food that you love in the method that suits you best, you know, and yeah, the works yeah. best for you. And um, I love all the girls that I've got at the moment. Mm. There's something for every single occasion. Um, I've got my little, you know, portable ones like the fur, and take that down the beach and uh, the go anywhere is great as well. And yeah,
3: I think... I just, got, know,
2: got, my s- a next. I just got myself... I have got myself
1: Oh, have you? Oh, yeah. No, in fact, that's on my shopping list. <laughs> I've told Dan that's on my shopping list, yeah. I've been seeing you doing your pizzas uh, the last couple of days, and they look amazing. Yeah, it's been Dan wicked. Wants, um, Dan wants a wood-fired oven in the kitchen, an indoor one, a big,
3: yeah.
1: uh, big wood-fired oven actually built into the house. Um, but I think those unis look fabulous.
2: Yeah, well, it's it, honestly, like, I've already talked about it. a couple of weeks ago. We were up at Marcus's and having a bit of a cook, and he has one. And and uh, a guy called Toby, uh, Toby was there who who's selling them at the at the moment. And and Chris was there from the forum as well. The
1: pizza guy.
2: Yeah, and yeah, and honestly, like I had like five minutes on it, and I was like sold. I was so excited to get home and just order it. I was
1: like, yeah, it's epic. It looks awesome because we do. I mean, I've got the kettle attachment for not the. I've got the pizza uh, Weber attachment for the kettle yeah and that's great but i find it just doesn't get screaming hot enough for getting that leoparding on the bottom of the the dough that you that you've been getting from the um the uni. um and it's great it's a great attachment and we use it all the time and uh, the kids love pizza and they love making their own pizza and um, but no a dedicated pizza oven is next on the list i think
2: Awesome. Well, again, we're going to test out our listeners now. Toby Butler, you've heard her ask for one. Uh, give her a message. oh, <laughs> uh. no,
1: don't do that. That's dead cheeky. <laughs> no, but, <I> <laughs> but I've seen the Rockbox one, and I've seen the uni, and I've seen loads of people cooking on the uni and the stuff that's been coming out of it, not just pizza, and it does look amazing. Yeah, I and mean, the fact that you can get it going in 10 minutes um, oh, yeah. is, is, a real, is a real sort of selling point and you
2: bang out pizzas 60 seconds honestly 60 seconds you've got yourself yeah. a pizza and That's like great, yeah and it's great fun as well with the girls you get them making their own little pizzas and Daisy chucking them in it. 60 yeah. seconds they've got their pizza out and, and they can eat it and, and like what, what better thing what more could you ask for I mean it's epic
1: Daisy my eldest when when I say that we're, we're having a pizza night she just goes crazy she loves it she makes the sauce um, and she'll you know get all the toppings she's a pepper pepper girl. She'll get all the toppings sorted out and then she'll stand there and stretch the bill out for me. It's a, it a real great thing to get the kids involved And in. Lily's a little bit young yet. She, she'd have mouthfuls of raw dough and stuff. But, um, she'll sit in a high show and watch us do all that. But I yeah. think kids just, even as young as Lily's age, kids just watching you cook, I think it, it sort of programs them to yeah. be interested in it, I think. Because I was always there in the kitchen with my mum and my gran, who was a, a massive inspiration so far as cooking goes, she was really the one that inspired me right from the beginning to um, to cook. Yeah. Um, my mum, she's a great cooker. She's a really good
3: cook. Um, but, That's where yeah, most of us all get our inspiration
2: from is our parents growing up, isn't it, I think? Yeah. That's where when you speak to a lot of people, when do they, mm-hmm. like? where did their love for barbecue begin? And it yeah. always goes back to those memories... Of being yeah. outside with, with their dad or their mum at the barbecue yeah. and cooking or, or even just like going back to, well, I used, I grew up in the kitchen with my mum watching her cook like you just said. And, love it. And it's yeah. it's just where most of us get our love for cooking from is, is from our parents. So I'm, sure, I'm sure the girls will grow up loving loving food and, and be uh, happy in the kitchen. I just I thought you did a roasted tomato uh, recipe. Uh, I'm going to have to give that a go for a base for, for pizza. That might be quite nice.
1: Or oh, the roast ro- a roasted tomato puree? yeah. Yeah, I um, there's so much flavour in that. Um, yeah, I might even
2: mix that. You did a garlic one and a and a, and a tomato one. I've
1: got, and... yeah. I, I tend to always have it in the fridge. I'll do a, I'll do batches of it, and um, it, it's really easy to make. You just I mean, literally, if you have like um, a, a, I get loads and loads of punnets of tomatoes. Daisy loves tomatoes, and I love tomatoes as well. When they we just start going that little bit too soft for sticking in a salad or. You know, doing nothing else with. Yeah. I either stuff them in the top of the and bake it in the oven, or I just throw them in a roasting tray, stick them in the oven for half an hour or a little bit longer until they're really roasted, starting to go a little bit blackened on top, and then just roast them in the. Um, I've got a uh, Vitamix. I whiz it up in that, and it is just so full of flavour.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, when you roast them, oh, I, I suppose like some dried tomatoes, isn't it? The flavour just intensifies.
2: I'd um, oh, imagine that on like roast- a, a, a pizza base, mm-hmm. like a little flatbread almost, and not, that'd be, that'd not even just, oh, just chuck that on there. That'd, that'd be, be really great.
1: Mixed with a little bit of that, of the roasted garlic puree as well. Yeah. And nice big pinch of uh, molten salt on the top, and some fresh and
2: you're meat. off, that's it. I'm going to have
1: to do that on the weekend as well now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be <laughs> yeah, lush, not it? It's yeah. Brilliant, that. It's, it's a great thing to just have in the fridge, and it's great for like a base for marinades and stuff like that, or paste for... Um, you know, doing kebabs of chicken and anything. Really.
2: The Kelly kebab, as we. Yeah. The Kelly
1: kebab, yeah, yeah. I use it. I actually use it in that recipe. The recipe on the website just says tomato puree and, and uh, garlic, crushed garlic. But I do use the roasted garlic and the roasted tomato puree in that recipe, and it's.
2: it's oh, there you are, guys. The secrets out. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> little top secret bits there. You have just, just...
1: just hearing about that kebab, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're
2: all still cooking it and eating it and they enjoying are, it so I'm I don't really, think they are
1: yeah. I'm really really grateful for that so. yeah. it's, a good, it's a good recipe
2: if you've not tried it I have to give it, it. a go
3: yeah. I have to
2: give it a go the sumac chicken one looks great oh. sumac's,
3: sumac's my favourite thing oh, I love it yeah. it's no, like a real like
2: in Iranian cooking it's like a just you have it without like, everything it's in like every single Iranian recipe so so yeah you I'm a big fan have to
1: pick your brains about the Iranian uh, street food and, and ingredients and recipes and
3: stuff like
2: that because it fascinates me absolutely fascinates me. Yeah, cool. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, get together and, and chat about that sometime. Definitely. That'd be awesome. Right, we are at the hour mark. I'm gonna have to step really? in. We are.
3: Wow.
2: Fifty nine minutes and counting. Good so food, I'm gonna have to. So yeah. Uh, well, when you're talking barbecue, it always does. So does. thank you so so much for coming on. It's been oh, absolutely thank you. epic.
1: I've loved it, Dream.
0: Could you just tell everyone where they can find you on the social medias, please?
1: Yeah, I will. Well, thanks. Um, I've got the Facebook page, um, which uh, doubles up with the blog, which is Dreaming of a Good Life uh, UK Food and Barbecue. That's on Facebook. Um, I've got the blog, which is Dreaming of a Good Life, but you'll find that Dreaming of dot com. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I have to remind myself of my Twitter handle now. Um, at Dreaming of TGL and I'm on Instagram, uh, Dreaming of TGL as well. I think awesome!
3: It, it? Yeah, we'll follow, follow,
2: guys, check her out.
1: Oh, cool.
3: Thanks.
0: And thanks mm-hmm. for being on today's show, Kelly. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over Hump Day. As always, we've been brought to you by ProQ. Barbecue Gourmet and Smokewood Shack are awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service, free advice from beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker, or looking to upgrade, or even looking to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max BBQ. Barbecue. Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top-notch. Championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the United States and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. Regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of summer can be yours all year round. And finally, Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking woods every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. So if you're looking for the smoke, any smoking wood chunks, dust, chips or planks, then head over to smokewoodshack.com. You can find them on Twitter at Smokewood Shack. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. See you next time. Ciao. Cheers.